Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. Balance is a condition of equilibrium where all things are content to be as they are. When things are balanced, there is no impulse for any change, no movement. The entire universe was created by a state of inherent imbalance, which led to many violent events propelled by nature's pursuit for balance to bring things finally to a state of equilibrium, which leads to growth of life and prosperity. The way this physical dimension was made was to bring things to a state of balance. And in that state of total balance, there is peace. In that peace, there is growth. And in that growth, there is propagation and prosperity. This means that there cannot be prosperity without growth. And there can't be growth without peace. And there cannot be peace without balance. And there will be no balance without equilibrium. This also means that when you upset the equilibrium, you tilt the balance. And by doing so, you provoke a reaction from nature itself to restore that balance. Therefore, the one and only way to trigger a reaction out of nature is to tilt the balance. Several years ago, a group of scientists were commissioned to develop a weapon. A weapon that will give the U.S. an edge in their war against Japan. In the end of that project, they came up with something called the atomic bomb. They achieved this by causing atoms to collide one with another. This triggered a reaction that caused that amazing explosion that destroyed two Japanese cities. What then did they do? Why do atoms react like that when they make contact? It is because in every atom there are protons and neutrons in its nucleus with electrons orbiting around them at an unimaginable speed. The number of these orbiting electrons determine the vibration frequency of that atom and also determines the nature and the appearance of the elements it makes up. It also means that an atom must never touch with another atom to avoid those outer orbits which are moving at such great speed from making contact with each other. Now it may not look like it, but the atoms with which everything physical is made do not ever touch each other. They are held together by strong magnetic bonds at small distance from each other. The existence of all things is therefore being managed by these mitigating magnetic bonds between atoms, or else matter will simply destroy itself. So that balance that is maintained by keeping atoms apart is how nature resolves that inherent potential war within matter. And from there, there's balance, there's peace. From this peace comes calm and development of life, then growth, then propagation and prosperity. 
this also means that you and i could only exist because atoms were kept from touching each other by god this is why a man once said that god is crazy about balance because it's only when things are balanced that they can be growth if you observe life itself you will see that things must first be balanced to experience any peace a balance must be maintained between the atmospheric pressures from one area to the other for the winds to be calm once there's a drop in atmospheric pressure in an area it causes strong wind to blow from areas of high pressure to come and restore balance this is what causes wind on earth this is why the atomic bond blows it's a reaction to separate those atoms that have been made to touch and thus to restore balance when you blow a balloon up there is a build up of pressure inside the balloon beyond atmospheric pressure around the balloon so once you let go of the mouth of the balloon that atmospheric pressure around it presses all the air out to restore balance we know all things were made by god and therefore in one way or another all things must bear god's fingerprint looking at the things made and observing the balance inherent in them we can also conclude that the nature of god himself must be balanced just like nature when there is an imbalance in a thing or situation the natural reaction of god is to restore balance this means the quickest way to get a reaction from god is to create an imbalance this will trigger a reaction to restore balance and thereby harvest the awesome power of the almighty god in ways that we can't even imagine who knew that simply by making two atoms to touch that such great power can be harnessed that can destroy a city in a similar way power to move mountains can be harnessed when an imbalance is created in life's circumstances it can therefore be affirmed that god is not crazy about anything except balance it stands as the most effective way to move the hand of god to perform in our favor the next natural question should then be how do i create an imbalance to provoke the hand of god we can find a clue in the words of christ in matthew chapters 5 6 and 7 those three chapters contain the bulk of all the teachings of christ I encourage every Christian to spend time to read it. They speak of principles which do not make sense to a natural man. It starts off with blessed are the poor in spirit. It then said blessed are they that mourn. They said blessed are the meek. These things are not things that are desirable to the average man nor seen as blessings yet Christ is here calling them blessings one would have expected him to say that the rich are blessed or the happy are blessed but he seems to be going in the opposite direction he also went on to speak about 
turning the other cheek when someone slaps you on one cheek he also spoke about adding your coat if someone takes your shirt in summary it appears that Christ is here asking his followers to deliberately put themselves in a disadvantaged state not requiring any justice at all for themselves but willingly letting an unjust state of affairs to be maintained against them now over the years many have viewed these teachings as foolish without necessarily calling Christ a foolish they believe it's a sign of stupidity and rather encourage their followers not to allow themselves to be taken advantage of I can assure you that Christ is not foolish nor is he advocating foolishness or stupidity in his followers he is talking about the same thing we are trying to discuss Christ is encouraging his followers to tilt the balance against themselves as a way of attracting a reaction from God to bring balance in their favor as we have already established previously God is crazy about balance so God will always move to bring balance once an imbalance is created that is why God is never the god of the strong but the god of the weak God will never take sides with the strong against the weak the strong must beware when oppressing the weak because God will always take sides with the weak except God sends the strong himself the disadvantaged person will usually attract God's favor consider Jacob when he married those two sisters and it was said that Jacob loved Rachel and hated Leah for that alone the bible said that God shut the womb of Rachel and opened Leah's womb just to compensate Leah and bring balance the other thing is that whenever God is bringing a balance the compensation tends to be superfluous because God is a god of too much God never gives enough but always gives more than enough Leah didn't have just one or two children no Leah had child after child because that's how God operates anytime anyone is treated unfairly in any situation that situation is bound to attract a reaction from God because God is a God of balance and the disadvantaged person ends up being far better than the rest in the end this is why Christ called the disadvantaged souls blessed we as humans look at things from a present day point of view but life usually springs up surprises on us on the long run there is something corn men called the long game when they want to corn their mark they don't seek to have their target immediately they set it up to look like the mark is the one taking advantage the mark feels like he's going to make a lot of money from this person and his greed keeps pushing him on the con man may even spend money to keep the mark convinced but in the end it is the mark that loses everything do not live life on the short run but always play the long game 
How many young girls have entered a house as housemaids and learnt a trade while they were there, serving their mistress with the kids faithfully, but then they end up becoming far more successful than those kids? President Goodluck Jonathan hired Deziani as Minister of Petroleum. But Jonathan's mother served the parents of Deziani as a house girl. He eventually became president and gave his mom's madame's daughter a job. Only God knows what must have transpired in that house. Okotie Ebo, who was a big man in government in the 60s, hired a man to be carrying the long flowing wrapper he wears behind him as he moves. The man served faithfully, carefully carrying the wrapper, following him everywhere to the point that everyone knew that that is the man who carries Okotiebo's wrapper. However, I understand that today, the children of that man have bought up virtually all of Okotiebo's properties from the Okotiebo's kids. After the civil war, as a way of humbling the Igbo people, the government decided to give all Igbo men a mere sum of 20 pounds, regardless of how much they had before the war. They did this to humiliate them as a people. But today, if you want to talk of hard, cold cash, I'm not talking about money stolen from government. If you want to talk about hard, cold cash, it's the Igbos that have it. Again, several years ago when my wife was pregnant for our fifth child, I was not happy about it because I actually wanted just three. And now we're at number five. As a man, I was worried about the expenses related to having kids. So as I went out one day to go somewhere, I saw my landlord. Now my landlord was an old clergyman and well experienced. He asked me how I was and I told him I'm not alright, that I'm worried about having another child. He beckoned on me to come and sit down so he could talk to me. As I sat down, he told me not to think anyone has the power to train a single child. He said that he had 12 children and that when those children were growing up, a certain woman looked at him and his wife and insulted them for having so many kids. The woman told them they were raising armed robbers since they could not send them all to school. He said he and his wife answered the woman not a word. Years later, as we spoke, the least educated of his children has a master's degree, but that woman's only son is a useless dropout. In fact, he told me that the woman had come few years before to apologize for her words. I have no doubt that the words of that woman provoked a divine action in his favor to bring his family where they had arrived. Whenever you find yourself in an unfair situation or someone treats you in a demeaning manner because they are in a position to do so, don't be sad, but rejoice. Christ said you are blessed. You may not feel blessed at that moment, but be rest assured that the favor of God is working to bring balance to that imbalance. Don't get sad when you are insulted because you don't have money. Go home and celebrate it. Get happy because those words alone can become your ticket to great abundance. 
The God of balance has heard it and there is power at work to bring balance. Stop asking God to punish anyone. What will you gain from the punishment of another person? Even if God decides to punish them, he will not tell you nor invite you to come and witness it. Rather, pray for them and ask God to compensate you and bring balance in your life's situation. If you seek revenge, you have spoilt it. Remove those evil thoughts of revenge from your mind because seeking revenge is to seek balance by yourself. If they slap you and you slap back, you have spoiled it. God owes you nothing when you have settled the matter by yourself. If you seek an eye for an eye, you have not sinned because it's within your rights, but there will be no divine action in your favor. Remember, God is not the God of the strong, but the God of the weak. When they show you their strength, show them your weakness. As God told Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 9, and it reads, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rejoice in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Don't claim strength, rather, claim weakness. Don't indulge in vainglory by claiming to be powerful. No, tell them all you have is God. If they abuse you, bless them. If they hate you, love them. If they take things from you, leave it for them. The God of balance will surely in fullness of time balance that equation. Only that when God gives, it's never enough to balance it. No, it's always superfluous much more than enough. Do not live by men, natural men, who sees everything from a physical and current point of view. No, have a divine mindset and see things the way God himself sees it. May God help us with understanding. Thank you very much and God bless you. were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.